Hello, my wee fam. I hope everybody's been staying positive, being that positive light to others, allowing others to be that positive light for you, because no day is easy. We have a lot going on every day, a lot going on in the world. So just remember, do your best to fight the negative thoughts and attitudes and actions. And as always, my disclaimer, I am not a licensed professional, so please don't come for me. I'm keeping it short, sweet, and to the point. I am not a licensed professional yet, so please don't come for me. Anyways, today we are going to talk about a few things all in one. We're going to talk about how some of us have a hard time accepting compliments. Because I know I'm one of those where it's very hard for me to take to accept a compliment. Um, I, I have never understood why that is. But I've always had a hard time accepting compliments. So if somebody's like, oh, I like your hair or I like, you know, um, so it's just whatever the compliment is. I've always had a hard time with that. I'm not sure what that is. Um... I don't know if it's because, you know, I actually don't know what that is. I don't know why that is. (laughs) I will give a compliment all day, every day. But when it comes back to someone giving me one, I have a hard time accepting it. Maybe because I'm like, me? That's what you, that's the comp, that's what the compliment you're giving me? That's what you think of me? Okay, thank you. Or I question it, so I'm like, thank you with a question. Or I give them a compliment right back like I won't even like it's like a thank you with a compliment oh like oh my gosh no that's that's that that's all you you know that look at you look how you're wearing your dress or you know or you know telling a guy his suit looks nice or something it I I will fire that compliment right back (laughs) to take the the to take all of that off of me I'll put it right back on them that and I've been that way I've been that way um but it's it's something I'm working with and I'm working on. So for all my people that have a hard time accepting a compliment, just know you are a work in progress. <laughs> You're not alone. You are not alone. And I was told one time when I when someone gave me a compliment, um, they looked at me and they said, you know, each day, and I, I've been doing this on purpose to see how you react to each comment I give you. And every time I give you a compliment, I said comment, but compliment. You don't say thank you. You kind of get shy, but you automatically give me a compliment when I'm trying to give you one. And they're like, just accept the compliment. Just say thank you or say I appreciate it or whatever. I can't remember how they told me, but from that point on, I have learned to be more comfortable with taking a compliment. So yes, there are some of us out here that have a really hard time accepting a compliment. It's not that we're being rude. It's not that we're we're ignoring it. We just at time, we just don't know how to accept them. But believe me, from our hearts, we appreciate them and we thank you. <laughs> I'll speak for my shy people that don't know how to take a compliment. We thank you. Another thing I wanted to speak about real fast is uh relationships and I won't stay on it too long, but I will say this. And there's there's two sides. There's a there's a man side also. I won't be of course won't be able to speak on that part because I'm not a man. Um, but for the woman's side, women's side, sorry, for the women's side, I hope that 
we are truly appreciating the man that we have in our life and by by our side and not just speaking to him real disrespectfully because that's just how you've been doing it for so long so you're going to keep on doing it because you think he's going to continue staying there everybody has their breaking point okay everyone has their breaking point and that doesn't mean if you have children or not every man has their breaking point you can't keep disrespecting that man You can't keep talking to him like that. You can't keep hurting his feelings like that. You can't keep thinking that you can do stuff behind his back. He's not going to find out. Let me tell you something. For those that believe in God, believe in intuition, that believe in um, basically how you manifest, manifest stuff in your life, your intuition will always be on top. It will always be alert and ready to share with you what you need to know, what you, which I'm sorry, what you need to know. So please stop talking to men in such a manner that it literally about demasculates them. What are you doing? If you didn't want a good man by your side and in your life, then don't have one. Go for the other one that you want that you can talk to like that and have arguments like that all the time or whatever it is that y'all do that you call healthy because it's not. You find that in those other guys because that's not that's not what men are doing out here. There are so many good men out here that do not cheat, that don't need a side piece, that don't need to add a person to their your relationship, that don't... listen that are amazing dads out here because you got to know the difference between a dad and a father. You have to know that. Stop wanting them to be someone they are not. If you want someone else, go find that someone else. But if you have a good man in your life and by your side, please respect him the same way he respects you. We've all been in some bad relationships, whether that meaning, you know, domestic violence, physically, emotionally, verbally, whether that means you've been in a relationship where all they did was just cheat the entire time. You just kept telling them how, how much of a woman you are for them. You can't tell somebody that, by the way. Um, they, they see it. They just choose to do what they want to do because you're allowing it, by the way. Whether that means they are... I mean, do I have to really do the list? Because I think we all know. Using you for your money. You know, they don't have their own. So they're using you, but they're doing stuff behind your back. No, there are good men out here that are good dads, that are loving, that are caring, that are providers mentally, emotionally, before the financial part, mentally, and emotionally, there are men out here that are providers. There are men out here that like to sit and have conversations, that hear you and listen to you. There are men out here that like to date you even though you're still, you've are still you been in a relationship for a while. They still want to get to know you. There are men out here that are healing. And every day during that healing process, they find that comfort in speaking to you. Every day during whatever they're going through, whether it's work or they're, you know, they've been through a lot, that they find peace and comfort in you. So to my women, 
And I'm not speaking to my ladies, to the females, to the girls, because there's a difference. Do not be offended. Understand there's a difference. Just like there's a difference in men, guys, young men, and boys. There's a difference. So don't be offended. But please understand this. If you have a man by your side, respect him the same way you want respect. Trust in him the same way you want him to trust in you. Have loyalty into him like he has into you. Now, I'm not saying that you have to be out here doing all the nines and tens, yet you match his energy the same way he's matching yours. We can't be in relationships and we ain't... Do, do we know how to cook? We st- Listen, if, we, if we're still out here not knowing how to cook, we have to talk. <laughs> we have to have a conversation. Because ordering is fun and all. And that, you know, sometimes it's good to do some ordering and whatnot. But if y'all ain't in this kitchen with each other, if you guys have time to be in a kitchen together, make it a plan, make it a thing. That's a date night too. I know all of our upbringings are completely different. So don't take anything I'm saying and get all offended while you're listening to this. But just take it and hear it and listen. Everybody wasn't raised the same. So... Some of us are still bringing our childhood emotions and feelings into the relationship that we have or the marriage that you may have. Still, yes, because until you heal those areas in your life, you will continue bringing them into whatever you have going on in your life. Whether that means you're a parent, your work life, your home life, your relationships, friendships, family ships, knowing ships. It, you're going to bring it in. I know a lot of us don't like to heal and don't like to change. And if you listen to my podcast about change, You'll understand it is very important to change, but yet everybody's not there and everybody's not ready. You can't make somebody be ready either. So stand in somebody's life and hoping they're going to be changing. You know, people only change when they're ready to. It takes a certain kind of hurt for you to go through to know that it's time for you to change because you're repeating cycles all day, every day. And at some point, you're going to think to yourself, you know what? I'm tired of repeating the same cycle all the time. Let me start making some adjustments. Because it can't be everybody all the time. You're at the job and everybody has issues. It can't be everybody all the time. So you have to start looking at yourself in every situation. Because you might be that toxic person. You might be that negative person. But you just don't want to say that you are that person. And that's fine. It takes a while. We've all been there. Takes a while. But... You have to learn how to start healing yourself, your emotions, your mentals. Mental health is so important. It is very, very important for growth. But it only works when you're ready for it to work. 
We're all out here hurting. We're all out here going through something. We're all out here figuring it out every day. I don't care how old you are above the age of 18, shall I say. I do care. So above the age of 18, you're still trying to figure it out. Under 18, yeah, those are some battles too. But love really does exist. Yes, it is a four-letter word, but there's so much in that four-letter word. So much in that four-letter word. There's so many actions that go with that word as well. It's not just the word itself. It's what comes behind it. Love doesn't hurt. Love is not painful. I just need y'all to hear me and, and, and just understand that love is not painful. Love is happy. Love is joyful. It's not painful. We, we all know that. Without me having to go into detail, we all understand that. There's somebody out here right now ready to love you the way that you deserve to be loved. But you're with somebody that can't even pay attention to you just for a second. Or put you a part of their day. Or join in anything that you that you talk about. Or that make you feel like, like you keep doing something wrong. It's called toxic. I have a podcast about that too. <laughs> but we have to start really, really taking the time to focus and pay attention on ourselves. Because while we're healing, usually that is when somebody is placed in our lives. And it happens for a reason. And I'm going to tell you this. When a man is healing and he allows you in, do not mess that up. Because when a man is healing and they let you in, that's very powerful. It's very powerful. It's very emotional. It's very necessary because what you have, they need emotionally, mentally, verbally, of course, physically, but those three first, they're going to need that from you when they're going through a healing process. They're going to need that shoulder, those arms to be there when they need a hug, those ears to hear and listen, those hands just to comfort them. When a man goes through a healing process and he chooses you, you do not interrupt that, nor do you mess it up. And again, I'm not able to speak from the man version of what it's like while they're going through the healing process and they find and, you know, they choose someone to heal with that. I'll have that happen because it won't come from me because I'm not a man, so I can't speak on what they feel. So but I will have a man be able to explain that for you for y'all. And it's different for every man. 
So I may have a different, a few different episodes for that because it is different for each man that's going through healing and finds a woman that he can heal with. Because he chose you. I know people like, what do you mean they choose? They do. And yes, sometimes it's different where a woman can go out and choose a man. And then, you know, it's still, it, it is, it is. It all depends on what, on what's happening and what's going on. But when a man chooses you while he's healing and he opens those doors for you, do not close. Not Don't allow him to close not one single door. Be that comfort for him while he's going through his hurt. It's, the, it's like, it's, the, it's, it's like what we want from someone in our life when we're going through a healing process when you're tapped in like that if you're just starting your journey out and you're just stepping into this healing and you're changing and all of this I guarantee you you're going to understand exactly what I'm saying when you're in the middle of it because you it it's a very positive force that you need around you it's like that invisible force that you're going to need around you. The the entities are going to be, oh, mm-hmm, amazing. There's always bad ones too, but you'll learn how to fight them better. It's the growth is amazing, and there's so many men out here wanting to just and allowing themselves to break the 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 cycles of shutting down and being afraid to show their emotions and they're like they're breaking these cycles that men don't cry they're breaking the cycles that you're not supposed to share everything that you go they're breaking cycles and we have to be there for them as they are breaking those cycles they have men have enough that they go through on a daily basis they're raised different mentally than, than, than girls. Little boys, little young men are raised different than young women. They really are. Because they're taught to be the provider. They're taught to, you know, you have to be strong. You have to do this. You have to, have to, have to, have to, have to. When that's like drilled into you so much. And then you, if you make one wrong step, everybody's talking about you. Or oh, you ain't no man. You can't do this. You can't do that. No, that's not true. Everyone does things different. Every single man out here matures different, sees different, hears different, works different, goes to school different. Their hustle is different. So everyone is not the same. Now their mannerisms, attitudes, and disrespect may be the same, but that's what you allow. So, and I also tell people, it all starts from childhood. You, we, we don't know what any of us truly went through for our ch- in, in our childhood. Not for our child, but in our childhood. Some of us grew up in homes where it was nothing but love all day, every day. Some had it where it was like they were there alone half the time. Because maybe their mom or their dad or both parents or whoever was their guardian had to work all the time to provide for the home. Maybe it was verbal abuse, abuse all the time. Maybe it was domestic, um, physical abuse, emotional abuse. 
Maybe you grew up and you guys didn't have a lot of money. So, you know, everything that you have, you, you, you take and it's pride to you because you didn't have a lot. So, you know, it's like, it's hard to let people in because you don't know who's going to come and who's going to stay. Or it's hard to let people go because you're like that. You're the, my person because I, I trusted you and now you're leaving me. So we have, all of us grew up different. All of us have different trigger points. All of us suffer from something emotionally and mentally. All of us are healing in ways that nobody really knows unless we're really sharing it with them. And if we're sharing it with you and you really hear and listen to understand, that makes it so much better. But if you're just listening to take it and talk about the next person because of their their traumas that they're they're working to heal from then you're no better you are no better because why are you out here talking about somebody else why they're healing and going through what they're going through what does that make you look like and who are you to to do that to them because you haven't healed from your traumas and triggers and your emotional um hurts that you're going through So being able to be that comfort for a man when he is peeling his layers off of hurt and trauma, confusion, and so many others. Being there for them is very important. Let a man be a man in the relationship. I don't know why that is such a hard thing. And I know a lot of people are not going to agree with me. And that's okay. To each his own. We have different opinions. And we're supposed to have different opinions. There should always be a healthy communication between you and your man. Arguing is so overrated and it's so emotionally and mentally draining because no one's hearing no one's hearing nobody. No one's hearing no one is hearing the other person. We're not hearing each other. Nobody's hearing nobody. <laughs> Jeez. No one is hearing nobody cuz you're yelling, you're arguing. I mean you're yelling. One's trying to yell louder than the other, try to, try to get the point across. So no one's really hearing what the other's saying. And by the time you get done yelling and arguing, did you remember what y'all was fighting about? Probably, because, you know, we as women, we hold on to some stuff. Men do too, I, I, you know. But when there is a healthy communication, it makes such a difference. Just talk it out. And I know all of us are not used to that. So it's like, oh, that's a turn off. Because I need to, no, you don't need to be on guard all the time. You don't need to be yelling. You don't need to be pointing the finger. And your head don't need to be rolling the entire time. It doesn't. It's okay to, it's okay to just, just. It's okay to hear. It's okay to listen. Because at times, 
we are saying things and we're not really hearing what we're saying because what we think what we're saying we think is right and probably nine times ten eight eight times out of ten it may be wrong what we're saying but we have to listen to hear it to understand we're not always going to agree but yelling and arguing really ain't gonna make it better don't go to sleep angry don't go to sleep upset whatever happened talk about it discuss it sometimes you cannot talk about it that day sometimes you just need time to to simmer down to understand what happened so you can process it that doesn't mean that somebody's lying it just means that both parties need some time to understand what just happened and then come back the next day like hey okay can we talk about yesterday like have a a conversation and then let it work itself out and for anybody that's saying that's not true that's not how that works no actually it is true and it does work that way it does there are healthy communication ships there really are there are healthy communication ships there really are and when you have one you're going to appreciate it you're going to understand that you don't always have to be ready to just go and i mm, 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 mm. cuz 9 times 10 people the other person tunes out anyways you don't want that you do not want that Like I said before, there's healthy relationships, there's healthy communication, there's healthy, there's a healthy love, there's a healthy balance, there's a healthy, there, there, it can be healthy. But if you're getting, if you're getting advice from unhealthy people, unhealthy relationships, oh, you in a whirlwind of trouble. Cause, eh, probably not gonna get the best advice. And I have a question, though, too. I have a question I know nobody's going to be able to answer unless you're going to, you know, if you follow me on Instagram, then, you know, when you listen to this, let me know. Um, why do you always feel you have to have the upper hand? That's one question. The other question is, would you rather a functional relationship or a dysfunctional relationship? And why? Why? Would you go to counseling, therapy? And again, my question's gonna be, why? And if you say yes, you you will go to counseling or and you know or do therapy therapy, why haven't you yet? Because don't let people that are afraid to go get help and speak with somebody 
deter you from doing what you need to do because everybody out here isn't for counseling or therapy if they tell you oh you should be doing that because of that no that's where you stop the conversation you should just end the conversation right there with you know what it's cool we don't have to talk about this you know at that moment that you need to go ahead and get your stuff and go home or if you are home you need to go ahead and stop the conversation shift the conversation or it's time for them to go and i'm not saying to be rude i'm just saying that's not that interview that you need especially when you are working to start healing and changing that's not the energy that you're going to continue needing in your life it's not it is not nothing about change is easy nothing about healing is easy yet it will open windows and open your eyes to what you need to start seeing and for all my single people do you continue to associate yourself with all your single people or do you associate also with people that are in relationships and marriages by associate, I just mean like communicate with them, talk to them, hang out with them. Because for me, the people in my life, I've noticed majority of them are married. Because my mindset is that way. If I want to stay single, I'm sorry. If I wanted to stay single, I would have been continuing to stay in communicationship and around all my single people. We still talk. I don't, that's not, that's not what I'm saying. We still talk, yet there are certain things that I know that, that just aren't the same for me. So majority of my people that I'm around or communicate with um, are in relationships and or they're married. Because my mindset has never been to continue to be single. That's never, that's never been my mindset. I don't like to say never, but that, has, that hasn't ever been my, my mindset is to continue to be a single person. So, um, I've always usually been around people in relationships and marriages. And I ask questions, not to be personal, not to get all in their business, but I ask specific questions so I can help myself to start learning and changing and adjusting. And it helps. There's some things I'm still working on because I know I'm spoiled. <laughs> so I'm working on a few things and I've always been on the defense. So I'm, I'm working on that as well. Everything doesn't need to be like that. So. It's, it's things that we slowly but surely when we get into a relationship, we start realizing. And that's why I started realizing. I'm like, I'm always ready. To, I'm on the defense. Not in a bad way. Or I always think that my time is not good enough. Also, you don't want to see me today? I'm not good enough. <laughs> but I know that's not true. I know that's not true. So it's learning to adjust who I am as a person to make sure I don't keep bringing that into my relationship, if that makes sense. So that's why I ask, like, you know, if if you're single, do you continue to be around majority of your single friends? Do you have like, a, you know, a lot of your people in your life that are in relationships or marriages? How do you do that? You know, do you have healthy conversations with them to understand? Um, 
because it does. It, it takes it takes a village for a lot of things that we do in life to raise children, to help ourselves. You know, some stuff we can do alone, but there's other stuff we really need a village. Um, you know. <laughs> I know, I, again, I know there's a lot of people that don't believe in God, but for the people that do believe in God and believe in manif- man- manifesting and um, speaking things into existence, uh, it it's a very beautiful thing, a very powerful thing, and a very emotionally, it's a very emotionally beautiful thing. Because the things I've prayed about Um, The things I spoke about and speak about when I detached myself from certain things and certain people and allowed myself to just open my heart and my mind, that's when things started coming to me more. We go and we all go through periods where we just we just kind of shut things out and we think, okay, this is good. And then it's not it's not good. No, you need to open that back up, open the door, open your emotions, open your mentals, open your ears, open your heart and realize that. You can always have a happy, healthy something. You just have to be ready for it. And when you're ready for it, it's brought to you. It's brought to you. And I'm grateful because I'm telling you, April was powerful for me. April was powerful. That month opened my eyes to some stuff that I was like, oh my gosh. I prayed for certain stuff. I prayed for certain things. I I spoke it into existence. And them doors is opening. Tap, tap. I was like, ooh, do I open that? Yep, you sure do. Open it. Because <laughs> it's brought to you in a good way. Some things, you know, are brought to you in the bad just to see how you're going to react. And let me tell you, I haven't budged on that either. No, no, no. Mm-mm. Not going backwards. That's what we're not doing. <laughs> So, always pay attention. Always pay attention. And this is one for men and women um, at the same time. When a toxic person that you were communicating with or in a relationship with um, taps back in and all of a sudden they miss you so much and they just, oh, can we just talk? Can we? No. Do not do that. I just need to get closer so y'all can hear me. Do not do that. Because there's nothing there. Had there been something there, that would be the person that's in your life right now. Don't. I'm not going to say it's a test, but I'm going to tell you don't do it. I will tell you that. Because it's just a game. Let me see if I still have that person. Let me see if I still have them tapped, wrapped around my finger. Let me see if I can just, if I can still. No. And I do know it's harder if you have a child and or children with somebody that is doing that. If it's not about our children, we ain't got nothing else to talk about. That's how that needs to be. If it's not about our child or our children, there's nothing else that needs to be talked about. And that goes for both men and women. Is this about our child? No, I have, hmm. Mm -mm. Uh-uh, uh-uh. Especially if it's been months since y'all communicated. 
you know, or a week or whatever the case may be. They just had an epiphany. Oh, I'm so sorry that you just had an epiphany now, but that epiphany should have came before. All the things that we were talking about should have happened before. People, no, they realize who you are after they no longer have you. Or they realize that they didn't hurt you and you grew stronger and you continued elevating afterwards. They're trying to figure out what happened. No, you were there happened. That's what happened. I let you go. Or I walked away. Or I closed the door. However you want to put it, then your elevation starts. If you have friends, uh, uh, oh, hold on. If you have acquaintances, acquaintances, oh my gosh, <laughs> acquaintance in your life. You don't take them out that you don't take them out of that zone until you realize they really are a friend. You got to put their zones. Everybody's not your friend. Everybody is not your friend. Some people are literally in your life to use you emotionally, mentally, verbally, financially, but we don't see it. Those are those things that just we're not supposed to see right away, but we eventually will see them. But you always have to pay attention. And it's not like, oh, I need to be on guard all the time. Do I trust that person? Oh, no, they can't come. No, 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 it's not that. That's not what I'm saying. What I'm saying is you continue doing who you are, but you just start seeing things a little different. And you're like, wait a second. And with social media, if you are, you and your significant other are on social media and uh, you start noticing that people are like making sure they comment so they can be seen on anything that you guys post, or if it's not just your post, only your significant other posts. And he, you know, he posts something or she posts something and all the comments are starting to go there, but not on yours, but you guys post it almost the same. Pay attention to that too. And if you guys aren't social media friends, um, you and your significant other, or if you guys just have one account, but they're, they think it's just you or the other person, then my, the messages pay attention to that too. People are going to try it. And if you're in a, a healthy relationship and people see that, whether you put it out there or not that you're in a health that you're in a relationship, but they can see the change in you, the happiness within you. And I okay, let me tell you something, you guys. Happiness comes in so many different forms. So many different forms. The way you look, your appearance, your skin, your smile, your body language. The way you speak even is different when you're happy. So when people start sensing that and paying attention to that, they all of a sudden, all of a sudden notice you. So whether it's in person um, or on social media, pay attention because all of a sudden people start tapping in. Where Where have you been at? You, you know what I mean? Where have you been? Don't do not do that now. And we've all been through it. We've all been through it. Don't even let it get to you. 
as long as y'all have a conversation, an open door conversation, so that way you guys are on the same page, let it go. Don't hold it though. Because that's all you're going to be thinking about was, well, are they telling me the truth? And blah, let me tell you something. Life is too short. If someone is lying to you and they're telling you one thing and doing another, guaranteed you're going to find out no matter what. It's called intuition and it's called God. Because things will be shown to you quickly whether you want to see it or not and when you ignore it guaranteed it will be brought to you again because you're not paying attention and when you don't pay it when you don't pay attention again it will be brought to your face and you will have to drop to your knees so don't let it consume you because when someone's lying to you or doing something behind your back that you didn't know about or their disrespect listen don't let it consume you because it ages you. It makes you not sleep. It does something to your emotions, your your emotions and your mentals. Don't. I know it is harder said than done. But if I can give you any piece of advice that you listen to out of all of this podcast, this will be the one to please hear me when I say don't let it consume you. Because if somebody is going to take the bait and they're going to start communicating with somebody behind your back and you don't know anything about it and they have secret meetups and all this other stuff, that's not the person for you. Move on. I know that's easier said than done and it's harder said than done. But there's someone out here ready to love you. Hear me. Don't forget though. There are healthy relationships. There are healthy communicationships. Healthy. Don't always be out here accusing somebody of doing something they haven't done. Because you went through it. We've all been there. Don't go picking fights that don't need to be picked. Don't go throwing around accusations unless you have the proof. But when I tell you your intuition isn't wrong, it isn't wrong. But I'm telling you this at the same time. You ask questions. You always know. You're always going to have a feeling. This goes for men and women. You always are going, you are always going to know. We won't stay on that too long. But I will tell you this. Loving yourself will help in so many ways. And I know it takes time because a lot of us have been through so much that we forgot how to love ourselves. We forgot how to see ourselves in the mirror, just us. We forgot. So as we're slowly but surely getting there, and I don't, you know, again, like I said, above 18 and truly above the age of 30, we've been through so much. We've adjusted ourselves to fit into other people's molds that we forgot who we were. And it's time to unmold yourself so you can learn who you are again. Learn what you really like. 
Learn the foods that you really, you know, you want to try. Learn that traveling is really fun. Don't let somebody that doesn't travel or afraid to travel tell you that you, you can't do that or you shouldn't do that. But no, no. Save that money. Take that trip. Save that money. Move. <laughs> Save that money. Do whatever it is. You do what you have to do because it's your life. And if you and your significant other are on a page and you guys are like, you know what, we it's right, it's time for change. Let's move or let's, you know what, are you comfortable with da-da-da-da-da? Yeah, let's do it. Because sometimes you need changes. Actually, not sometimes, every single day you do. Every single day you should be changing something different about yourself. Every single day there is something about you that you should be adjusting and changing. Because if you're staying the same and if you say there's nothing about you that you need to change, there's nothing about you that should change, there's something wrong. I don't know why I feel that there is something wrong with that because there's something about us every single day that we should be changing. Every week, every month. Our hairstyle doesn't even stay the same. I mean, I guess it does, kind of. But in, in a sense, it still doesn't stay the same. We don't keep the same clothes on all the time. Mentally and emotionally, I know that there are some that have to because of their financial situa- situation, their living situation. So I do know that there are some that do. That's all they have is the clothes on their back. I get that. I actually have been there, so I know it. <laughs> But every day, change should be happening. Change your room around. Watch what flows differently, the feng shui. (laughs) Change your room, change your living room around, change your bathroom, the stuff in your bathroom, do different colors, do colors you wouldn't normally do, that pop, brighter colors. I'm telling you, brighter colors make you happier. Don't let somebody tell you that's a lie. Brighter colors make you happier. Open your blinds every morning as soon as you wake up. Stretch, do whatever you need to do. Go pee, brush your teeth, whatever. First thing you should do after praying or after, excuse me, after meditating. Open those blinds. Or if you get up and the first thing you do is open your blinds and then stretch and then meditate and pray. Open those blinds. Pull those curtains back. Let the light come in. All this natural light needs to be coming in. You need to feel it. You need to flow with it. It needs to be a part of your daily routine. Now, I'm not going to be like, oh, you need to get up early. You need to do this. No, because everybody functions different. Maybe you have a night job. So getting up early really ain't going to be what you're going to do because you're trying to get to sleep because you don't work all night. You know, so how we do it is going to be different. But on your days off, when you can, open the windows, open the curtains, open the blinds. When it's not raining, even when it's ugly outside, you know, have some kind of fresh air coming in, fresh air coming in though. It helps you. It really does help you. You don't always have to be on your phone. You don't always have to be watching TV. You don't 
default just have some kind of subtle music going in the background change up something different every single day in your life and watch how better you start feeling it's necessary for my women let's get, let's let's really get back to loving our men correctly and respectfully Stop dogging them, talking to them, talking to them like you finna fight them. Like, are we, can we, can we really, really, really stop videoing certain things? Everybody doesn't need to see everything that happens in your home. Stop, stop. Our men go through so much as it is, and especially our black men. They need us very bad in ways that we will never probably understand. They don't need to be out here being belittled, talked to disrespectfully, treated the way they're being treated. They have enough on their shoulders every day. It's okay for a man to cry. It's okay for a man to love you. It's okay for a man to, you know, to want to be a part of your life on a daily basis. It's okay for that man to come in and just swoop, sweep, sweep you off your feet. It, it, oh no, it, it, it is very much accessible. I'm not accessible. It's very much appreciated and acceptable. That's the word I was trying to say, acceptable. But it starts at a young age. Please stop talking to your sons so disrespectfully. We are who they see every single day. We are their first teachers. We're their first nurse. We are their first love because they're, they're, we're, we're their nurturers. We're their mothers. And I get it. Some are detached emotionally and cannot give that love that they need. And that hurts. And that's a whole nother conversation. Because that has to do with a lot of elements in it. So that'll be another topic, another day. Just not, just not today. I will go fully into that one on another day. I really will. Because being detached emotionally is very scary and mentally but we'll go there another day but as mothers like I'm saying our sons need to be nurtured they don't need to be babied it's completely different they don't need to be spoiled it's completely different they need to have boundaries they need to know what the word no means they need to be prepared for this real world when they come out of that your house they don't need to be kicked out at 18 either. Now, unless you're raising them completely different, they just disrespectful and you disrespect and because because of you, then by all means, when they want to, if they want to leave, let them leave then because you're not doing it. I know children that had themselves emancipated from their household because their parents. And that hurts because they didn't get, they didn't get that love and that structure that they really needed. If you're able to start adjusting how you speak to your sons and your daughters as well, but I need I need I need my mothers to hear me when I say our sons 
need us. They need those hugs. They need that love. They need that tough love at the same time. Men raise their their sons different than they raise their girls. Know this. But for mothers, you have to be able to tap into them emotionally as well. They need that other side. Because if not, what's going to happen, they're going to be out here treating these young girls very disrespectfully. It starts at home. We'll get to the girls on another day. Because it, it, because, oh my gosh, some of these little girls I see out here. Oh my gosh. But for our young men, they are young black men. They already have so much on their heads. They already have so much against them. They already have so much that our men and our young men need us. So let's be better mothers to our young men. They need to learn how to read. They need to learn how to spell correctly. Write correctly and legibly. Dress correctly. Dress correctly. Respect themselves. From our our side. This is from the woman's side. Not from the man's side yet. From our side as women. How we can help our young men. Now, I'm not saying it's going to be easy. And I'm not saying everything that we're doing with them is going to work out like it should. Some stray. And then they figure it out and they come on back the way it's supposed to be. You know, because they get out there in the real world. They get around their little people that they think are friends. Watch what they're doing and they try it. Nah, 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 nah. Because you can raise a child right and they still go out and do opposite. So, really, I know that. See it all the time. But if you catch them at the right time, reel them back in. (laughs) But it also has to do with the men that they have around them as well. Yeah. Influence. Influence. Yeah. There was going to be another thing I was going to talk about, but this one I ended up being on it a little longer than I planned on. So, yeah. There is going to be an episode that I'm going to be doing with my dad. Our time difference has made it really hard, and my schedule and his schedule has been making it hard, which means that it's going to be that much better when I'm finally able to get that one going. That's what that means to me. There's been a re like it's been so much in between that's been interfering with me being able to get us on the same time track to have that that episode, which means it's gonna be that much more powerful. That's what that means. And I appreciate it because I'm ready. <laughs> but I appreciate it. You guys take take time and just hear this. Take time and share it if you will. Communicate with me. Leave me a message if you follow me on Instagram. I appreciate your time. I appreciate your efforts. Remember, it all starts with you. So make the changes. It won't be easy, 
but you got this. Have a good one.